0: This podcast is brought to you by Fear Free, the initiative that takes the pet out of petrified and puts treat into treatment. Learn more at fearfreepets.com.
1: Greetings to all of our wonderful listeners out there. This is your host, Alex Jimenez. So, with Fear Free a little over a year old now, we now have, as of last month, our yearly renewals coming in on a daily basis. Now, We know a lot of our professionals have had questions about the process and requirements for renewing your certification, and all of those details can be found on fearfreepets.com on the renewal page under the About section. But for this episode, we want to talk about what comes with renewals, and specifically the Level 2 certification course. We're really excited about this. It has a lot of new, highly requested, and really great in-depth material that our professionals have been asking for since they've completed level one. So without further ado, we have with us the module chairs and authors, Dr. Catherine Prim of Applebrook Animal Hospital, Monique Fairchild, one of only 15 technicians in the world with a specialty in behavior, and Kelly Capasso, a practice manager at Bigger Road Veterinary Clinic. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us today.
2: Hi, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, you, Alex, for coordinating this.
1: Absolutely. So to get us going, as we head into this second year, I was wondering if you could all tell us what this first year has been like for you. Dr. Prim, you are the world's first fear-free certified professional. So why don't we start with you? What has this year been like since becoming certified?
0: Well, I would say there are positive things in really all aspects of my life. My staff and I are happier my animal hospital is growing like crazy. We've added a new vet, and actually she came to us because she heard that I was the first certified um, fear professional and wanted to learn from me. So I have been so surprised and so pleased with how the clients are really on board with this because they seem to get the idea, and it really, really is more of a priority to them than I realized.
1: Now, Monique and Kelly, you both have a lot of history with Fear Free, even going back to its inception. So what about you? What has this first year been like for you ladies?
3: Well, I would say that this first year has been really exciting for me, uh, I have loved the enthusiasm people have when I go to conferences The other veterinary professionals are all super excited about or free. They want to learn more. Once they get access to the information, they are enjoying implementing it and seeing the results that they get. I get emails and social media posts and text messages about how excited people are and how they feel like it's really helping them. And I will say that at home in our own practice, taking the step of getting all of our clinics team, Fear Free Certified, our clients notice the difference, and they remark on
2: that difference to us on a regular basis, both in person and on our social media. Uh, just like Dr. Prim and Monique said, that the, this first year has been so exciting and fulfilling. As a practice, we're learning new things as a group and are absolutely ecstatic when Clients remark about all of the differences fear-free techniques have made to their visit, to their pet, and their relationship with their pet. And we are absolutely ecstatic when clients are excitedly talking about this or are seeking us out because we have that reputation locally. Uh, internally it's created a really fun culture where we get to feel even better about the work that we do every day and i think everyone's got even more personal and professional satisfaction in what we do and how we do it it's been it's been a, a wonderful thing
1: right right and I know I can say for my end, I have loved hearing all of these stories and even on these podcasts and just hearing from our professionals throughout the year. And I've learned so much from everyone and especially you guys. But in addition to those stories, we all now have a lot more to learn from all of you in these new modules. So can you tell us how did you get involved in the level two course and how does that relate to your background?
3: Well, I have been working in private practice as a veterinary technician for about 20 years as a full-time technician, and I'm also a technician specialist in behavior. So I've had a lot of pre-existing opportunities to travel and do education on these topics, and then when fear-free really became a reality, we, developed, we had this amazing network of like-minded people who I feel like we had all been our own individual little boats in a giant ocean, and then suddenly everyone came together and this huge sea change happened. And that was level one. And I felt really lucky. I got to participate in two modules for level one and then got invited back as the coordinator for two modules in level two. Uh, My modules are the first module is dental control, considered approach, and touch gradient for every patient, every visit. And my second module is alternative and advanced veterinary care techniques. And these modules are all about the specifics of how and when and why to handle certain patients in a specific way and how to include more advanced methods like desensitization and counter conditioning. And I think that I can bring a lot to the table as a full-time private practice technician and also an educator to these level two modules. We're super excited to be sharing this content with the renewals and level two uh,
0: attendees.
1: You and I both. Dr. Prim?
0: Well, as I was implementing, since since I was one of the early adopters, as I was implementing these things each day in my practice, mine is just a small animal general practice, and each day we would have something come up where I would think, I wish there was this. I wish we had covered this. We're going to have to extrapolate um, and and kind of modify this idea for this procedure or this animal or, you know, that. And I thought, we just really need more. We need to not only cover what goes on in the exam room and what goes on in the reception area or bypasses the reception area, as it were, but but we've got patients that are coming here and they're left without their owners. And so we need to know how to step in and how to handle these things. So my module is um, inpatient care, boarding, hospitalization, diagnostic imaging, and dentistry. And those are all huge parts of what I do every day and and they needed to be fear-free too. So that's why I asked to be the module chair for this because I felt like I'm doing this and I think I know what people are going to want to know. And if I'm going to be ferreting it out for myself, I'd love to just share it with everybody.
1: Right. And you mentioned that a lot of the material covered are things you do every single day in practice. You're in the trenches. And so are our professionals. So I just want to reiterate that the material in the level two course was very heavily influenced by our professionals, by you all who took the first certification course, loved it, took it back to their practice, implemented it, had huge success, but wanted more and wanted more in specific areas. So we heard you. Now, with that said, Kelly, how about your part of the course? Sure. Uh,
2: well, It started. Uh, We were very lucky uh, to be one of the visit sites for the video and um, content creation for level one. And so I got a firsthand sneak peek as to what was happening in those modules. And I got to meet a lot of brilliant people. And to your point, Alex, there was already some conversation starting in the community about, okay what's next and here are these gaps that need to be filled in and how do we do this and how do we do that and as the practice manager of two large clinics in the area I'm tasked with a lot of the marketing finance and communication pieces so it was somewhat natural for me to be able to talk about those. Uh, It's something that I do every day. Uh, My background is more medical and I spent the first half of my career in shelter medicine and I saw in that experience what happens when the bond between patients and clients breaks down and I have been advocating for that my entire career. And so when I got into private practice, I was able to affect change on a bit of a larger level by working with doctors and staff and clients directly about it. So these modules are really uh, the, the big picture of implications to the business and how you take fear-free to the next level and get it outside the practice and strengthen those core concepts internally so in marketing we talk about uh, raising awareness and maintaining the momentum and how you talk about it to the clients that you you have currently but also the ones that you're looking to attract and uh, for finance what are the business implications and the potential growth opportunities of bringing fear free into your practice and how fear free can actually make your practice and your patients healthier and then communication, which can be challenging no matter what you're talking about. Um, and really the, the focus in this particular module came out of uh, the challenges that the community was having when they brought Fear Free in and really changed what these veterinary experience looked like and what clients had come to expect. And it is both uh, with those clients and, and attracting new clients, but also with the staff on bringing new initiatives in and creating change in the practice. So it's, it's really the three of them are about next level growth and empowerment of the team to, to keep this going.
1: Right. And that momentum is so important. So, in terms of the modules, I was wondering if you could each give us just a little snippet or teaser of some of the things you cover and maybe some tips from those. Kelly, why don't we keep going with the marketing side of things?
2: Sure. Um, I think that if you are someone who is, has has really embraced level one and you're ready to take that and all those techniques to the next level, and maybe you are in a position of, encouraging the rest of the team to get on board or even uh, proposing this. I'm talking to a lot of folks that are really trying to present this to owners of practices or associate veterinarians, and they need a little bit of a deeper understanding on on some of the financial implications and maybe where we're going to target this focus. Now that we've honed our skills, how are we going to leverage Fear Free to grow the practice? Uh, there's some really excellent uh, metrics in there on what you should be looking at and how you can uh, take those techniques and actually build your business. Uh, some folks are looking for how to communicate to clients internally uh, with your existing client base and then really attracting new clients, which is a huge opportunity. And we talk through different ways of doing that from social media to some of the more traditional methods um, and really uh this is you know you might be looking at something like how can we leverage fear free to get our feline patients back in the door so there's some detailed examples and walkthroughs on how you can take an idea or a goal and bring it to life uh, through fear free and through some basic uh, finance and marketing core concepts and then uh, everyone's favorite uh, communication challenges So, we talk about roles and responsibilities for all of the departments in the practice. There is a lot of meat and potatoes on medical records. So, how do we start documenting this? And how can we take that information and get it into the hands of the people that need it beforehand, after, uh, during the client visit, and uh, really maximize the information that we're collecting? And dealing with some of the clients that maybe are pushing back or that don't understand, and uh, with all the wonderful skills and knowledge that you've learned in level one and the enthusiasm of the staff, as soon as you get hit with that client that says, Nope, don't want it, don't understand it, what are you trying to pull here? How do we deal with that? How do we educate and get them excited? and embrace these, these concepts. Uh, so it's, it's some really good videos, uh, some really good hands-on stuff and, uh, some really nice tools for, uh, medical records and how you bring that into, uh, either a paperless or, a uh, practice that's using paper.
1: So I hear all the time from our certified professionals that, come from a practice where fear-free isn't widely adopted yet, or maybe they are literally the only certified one in the entire practice and they want to get the rest of their team on board. So without giving away too much from the module, what is one tip you could give someone that's in that position?
2: Oh, sure. I think that, um, it's somewhat unique to the the motivators in the practice. I mean, we all are in practice to do good medicine, but at the end of the day, it's got to make sense from a business perspective. So, uh, you, can, you can go through this module and pull out a couple key things that are important to your practice specifically. Maybe it's attracting new clients. Maybe it's uh, recovering those lost cat visits. And how you take your existing client base, run some very basic numbers, and be able to show on paper, if we do this, we should be able to recover this in financial growth, which we can then invest back into the practice in the way of CE, certification through Fear Free, uh, additional equipment or, uh, you know, uh, items that you might want to bring in to help support Fear Free, you can, you can really go through this process and, and personalize a proposal to so when you are ready to sit down and say, look, this not only makes sense, from a medical perspective and a veterinary perspective, but it makes sense from a business perspective and slide that proposal across the desk and have the business minded person on the other side, get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. All right, Monique, how about you?
3: Well, I will say that for my first module, I was really excited because we got to do quite a lot of pre-production for our videos. And so uh, we had a, veterinary team, client service representative, veterinary technician, veterinarian, go through a wide variety of different exam room scenarios that everybody sees every day in practice. And we are able to video those step by step and break it down. And we're going to be able to show complete start to finish for both dogs and cats wellness visits. And I think that the videos are really valuable because they delineate the specific role of the pet owner, the role of the client service representative, the role of the technician, the role of the veterinarian in real time, and you get to see the client responses as well, which I think is valuable information. Uh, One of the things in Module 1 that we really talk about with clients is showing them how to participate when appropriate in treatments and in the examination of their patient, and uh, the veterinarian and the technician talk the client through that interaction to make sure that it's safe for everyone, but it also lets the client see the value of the interaction, it lets the client see how much the team cares about their patient, and they then go home with skills for how to work with that patient at home. And in Level 2, we take it one step further. Level 2 is really dedicated to more challenging patients. You know, in Level in the level 1 certification course, we talked a lot about using the distraction technique, how to use things like treats or brushing to help an animal feel more comfortable and give them something else to think about while we're working with them. Well, I think we've all met in private practice animals for whom that strategy is not the right strategy. And in, in Module 2, Level 2, we talk about patients for whom distraction is not appropriate and one of the things that we try and do is break down those interactions for those patients in a step-by-step way so that anybody at home can watch the module, watch the videos, and go into practice the very next day and try some of these techniques and apply them. For example, we take an ear, an ear treatment. I think we all treat Labradors with otitis on a regular basis in day practice. We take a Labrador with otitis and step-by-step step go through the process of desensitization and counter-conditioning for ear cleaning and treatment for that dog. And the owner, as a part of that process, can then go home and replicate those treatments at home for better uh, compliance and success. So for my modules, I'm really excited about the videos and especially illustrating the role of everyone, including the client and the patient care, uh, to get better resolutions and help clients understand the value of fear-free as much as the veterinary professionals are starting to understand it.
1: I love that. I think it's such a natural extension of the first course because proper handling, gentle control, et cetera, are such core concepts in that. So last, but certainly not least, the one who I like to give the hardest time to, Dr. Prim.
0: (laughs) Well, um, I'm pretty excited about my module because I kind of touch on all of those things that that have been mentioned briefly um, because my things are different. They're not like exam rooms. They're dropping off. They're going to stay in the hospital. They're going to have things done to them and samples gathered and stuff that is even scarier than the average exam room thing, so I um, my teaser is I go over ways to communicate both with clients and staff that are potentially, uh, that no one has um, thought they needed to certify, like maybe um, a part-time person in the kennel that, that might not um, get certified to have exposure to them to the ideas. we I talk about um, kind of a short Team meeting, like a crash course in becoming fear free, and how to get samples. That's what I hear, Alex. Is people saying, "Okay, but what about this? How do I get this blood sample? How do I um, deal with this dog being terrified of the sound of the X-ray machine? You know, that kind of thing." So I've got, um, I've got. Drug combinations, uh, drug dosing, drug combinations, and tricks and tips and things that are working for me that I use every day that everybody hasn't thought of yet. So I put all of that in my
1: module. Yeah, and we love our tips here at Fear Free, and we know you got a ton of them. All right, so to close us out, we've talked about the modules, we've talked about all of your experience and expertise in helping create the modules, but in your own words, can you tell us? Why should somebody renew? Why should someone continue on with their fear-free certification, continue learning, continue getting more techniques and applications to take back to their practice? What is in it for them?
0: I, I think I would say because there's more. The first introductory module was just a taste, but it didn't take you all the way through every patient that you're going to see in your average day. So you just... You just need more and this is it.
1: Yeah. What about you, Monique, as a technician? For me, level one was about getting everyone on the same page
3: and understanding the importance of recognizing fear, anxiety, and stress in our patients, how it's impacting their care, how it impacts the client's desire to seek care, how it impacts how clients view the veterinary profession, and getting everyone interested and excited and wanting to make changes. And then we ended up with a whole lot of excited people who needed more information. And what I tried to do with my modules was answer the questions that I kept getting over and over that's nice, Monique, but what about this? What about the dog that can't take treats while you're trying to clean its ears? What about the cat that can't hold still while you're trying to do gentle control for a blood collection, then what? And those are the questions that I tried to answer in level two. Give the people who really have understood the importance of Fear Free and are committed to the idea and their practices are really interested in doing a great job, give them the meat and potatoes of their everyday start-to-finish patient and client visits so they have the
2: real time skills that they need to complete those procedures on a daily basis. We've actually been talking about this quite a bit in our practice recently um, because fear-free is not a a project with an end date, right? It's not a piece of equipment that you can learn how to use and then you're done. Um, It is really an evolution that is never going to cease. And what I appreciate about the fear-free committee is their investment and dedication in bringing more and more content uh, to the public so that we can all get better together. And, you know, we have learned so much just from the community and Facebook and the toolbox and and additional content that's coming out. And with each new thing that we learn, there's a second question about what's next or what about this. And I think Level 2 starts to answer those, and the the value is just so great, and this is not going away. The, the the practices We've got practices in our area of town that are calling us and saying, "Okay, I don't know what this is, but I have to do it because you're doing it." <laughs> and um, you know, there's there's a, a bit of the keeping up with the Joneses, but mostly, you know, this is this is huge. We are changing the shape of the entire industry. And that's not something that can be learned overnight. It's trial and error and it's growth. And uh, this is just the beginning of, of some really amazing things.
1: Right, really well said all the way around. And I'd also like to just give our certified professionals out there still on the fence considering renewal, that part of renewal, you get continued access to all of the resources we have on our website. It's always growing. The toolbox, we're adding new items monthly. Educational library is being updated every week, and we also have an upgraded directory where part of level two will give your listing a upgraded logo, showcases that you have gone above and beyond just the certification course, and as part of our consumer launch, that directory will be hitting millions of consumers this summer, so there will be tons of people out there looking for a fear-free certified professional in their area. The directory is really easy to use, looks great. And you really do not want to miss out on that opportunity to bring in some more clients that really just at the end of the day want the best for their pet. And last is the Certified Professionals Facebook group, exclusive only to those who have become certified or who renew and have also certified. And that thing is just growing like wildfire. It is one of our most incredible resources. There are dozens of posts in there every single day. People are looking for advice, giving advice, giving tips asking for help, looking for ideas. And it's a really active and fun, engaged community. So uh, if you are certified and haven't already joined the group, be sure to do that. And as part of your renewal, you really don't want to miss out on that. So make sure you get that done to keep active in that group. And if we didn't mention this, it is worth seven race approved CE hours. So that is some of the most affordable quality CE you can find. So all that said, thank you everyone for joining us today. It was a real pleasure. And, uh, look forward to seeing how this impacts the rest of our certified professionals.
0: Thanks for having us, Alex. I'm really excited about taking everybody to the next level with Fear Free.
3: And thank you so much, Alex, for putting together this podcast. I think that the people who are new and who sign up are going to be really thrilled with the quality and quantity of content that they get.
2: Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate your time and commitment to keeping the conversation going.
1: All right. Thanks to all of our listeners who tuned in today. Those of you who need to get certified, get certified. Those who need to renew, go to fearfreepets.com. Under the about section, there's our renewal page tells you all about things we talked about and details in terms of how you get that done.